keep going back to thinking that being made fun of for me having anger issues when I was eight years old is what really drove me to be such an angry person because I didn't know how to handle that emotion. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the I Get to Choose podcast. I am your host, Tammy, and this podcast is all about owning our choices, taking responsibility for our lives, and becoming our own freaking badass. Thank you so much for showing up here today and for tuning in. Just know that I love you, you are enough, and y'all, let's go do this! Welcome back to another episode on the I Get to Choose podcast. I am your host, Tammy, and I am happy to be back for the new year. I am coming up on 100 episodes in just a couple weeks, and I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who come in here each week, listen to the podcast, give me feedback. I'm just, I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart for all of you. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And I'm coming back in a place of hoping that my health would be a little bit better. My whole entire family got sick right after Christmas and I have been really fighting to get better basically since Christmas Day. I'm much better now than I was a week ago, but it's one of those things where this feels like it is dragging on. And of course, it's the new year, so I'm like trying to be revved up and ready to go and have you know, I have new goals that I'm going after and I have new things that I want to do and I have some old mindsets that I'm trying to get rid of and I have some old patterns that I'm trying to toss out the window, but y'all, it's been tough. So this episode is a conversation that I want to have with anybody out there who feels like they are not enough. This is one of those limiting beliefs that when I go back to places mentally that weren't serving me and when I feel like I'm doing really well and then I kind of fall back in whatever you know area of my life that I was struggling with but I feel like I've hit a hurdle and I'm doing really good but then oh no now there's another obstacle I always feel like it comes back to my limiting belief of me thinking I'm not enough whether it's I'm not smart enough or I'll never be pretty enough or I'll never be I'll never have enough money or I'll just whatever that enough is, like I almost always can find myself in that place of thinking that if I was just a little more this, then I could be that. And the reason I feel like I want to have this conversation with anyone who feels like they can agree that that is their go-to limiting belief is because this is one of those things that we truly have the power to unlearn. And we have the ability to think differently and to act differently and to change our beliefs at any point in time. But this is one of those beliefs that it's going to take you reminding yourself every single day, multiple times a day, that you are enough and you are loved, and you are smart, and you are beautiful, and you are a beautiful shining light, and you are kind, and you are lovable, and you are safe. Like These are going to be the words you have to say to yourself every day in order for you to start unlearning that I'm not enough. Because y'all, I'm not enough has been like a vibe. It's a whole mindset. It's going to be a place that continues to block you from receiving whatever is out there for you, whatever amazing life that you're trying to create. Something that is blocking you is that limiting belief thinking you're not enough. Because as soon as we think and then we believe that we aren't enough of something, 
We don't just start getting more just because we deserve it or we feel like we've done enough to get to a certain place. We are blocking ourselves from actually being able to receive everything that is ours, from being able to receive every opportunity, every miracle, every beautiful relationship that is on our path. We block ourselves until we get to a point of truly believing that we are enough because you've heard me say this before, like we were put on this earth enough just as we are. But as we get older and as we become more programmed to society and we become more programmed to believing the things that we've heard, we somehow along the way start believing certain things that someone's either told us or said to us or made us feel a certain way. And, you know, this is where therapy is really great because a lot of times you don't even realize that something that happened to you in your childhood is actually what's causing you to struggle in this other area of your adult life but really like having that conversation with someone who can get you to a place of feeling like there is a reason that you were programmed this way. There is a reason that you believe something about yourself that's totally not true. Or, and it could be as simple as someone told you that one day when you were little and you never believed anything different. And I will say that, you know, in the last few months, as I have been trying to really put myself in just a state of peace with myself, peace in my head, in my heart, all around me, I have really opened myself up to being able to receive all that the universe has for me. And one of the things that surprisingly came to surface in the last couple months for me is the fact that a part of the way I am has a lot to do with some struggles that I dealt with when my parents got divorced that I actually never addressed and I never healed. And it's a place that my parents got divorced when I was eight years old. So I've spent over 20 years being a certain type of way because I never actually found the space inside me to be able to heal that angry little girl because I was really shocked when my parents got divorced. This was something that I did not see coming. Of course, I was eight years old, so I didn't really understand it that much. But even looking back, like, I don't remember my parents being the type of parents that were always fighting, you know, of course, like here and there, but it wasn't like something that I saw all day, every day. Like, I actually had a very, what I would like to say, you know, quote unquote, normal childhood, you know, and as I've gotten older in the last few months when I'm in a place of trying to heal certain parts of me that I know I need to work on, it's bringing up these feelings of being like, I just keep going back to like, you know what? I have a lot of anger that I didn't address then, which is why I became such an angry child and such an angry teenager and such an angry young adult. And then I got into my 20s and realized that my anger was one of the biggest reasons that I turned to drugs and alcohol. Like I really didn't know how to process that. I didn't even really understand what it was, but I was so angry. And you know, this is something that I actually don't think I've ever talked about on the podcast. So that's why it's important to me to be able to have this conversation with someone who thinks that they're not enough because it's coming from a place of someone putting that in you at some point in time. And it's not like someone directly walked up to you and said, oh, you're not enough. Oh, by the way, you're going to think this for the rest of your life. Good luck. Goodbye. I hope you, you know, I bid you well. It's in some way, shape, or form, how they handled a situation is how you programmed yourself to handle any situation that was like that. And so for me, 
I realized that when my parents got divorced and I was struggling with a lot of anger and I did go to a therapist, but I really didn't connect with her at all. And I could tell now that I'm adult, an adult what she was trying to help me do, but I didn't like that then. And so I stopped going. But what that did though is I never had a safe space to be able to process my emotions. And I'm using the word safe here for a very good reason because I, I'm going to preface what I'm going to say next with the fact that I love my mom and my sisters. I'm very close to my mom and my sisters. We have a really great relationship. Like they are, besides my husband, my sisters are like my two best friends. And my mom I'm very close with, like I love her to death. But what I'm going to say here is not anything to do with them being right or wrong. It's how I process the situation because of what they did. So I had a lot of anger when my parents, when I found out my parents were getting divorced and that year after when they were in the process of the divorce, the separation leading into the divorce. And I had a lot of anger and my sisters and my mom made so much fun of me for my anger issues. And it kind of taught me that I didn't know what to do with that emotion. I didn't really grow up in a household where we talked a lot about our feelings. And I didn't really grow up in a household where, you know, we were all really affectionate with each other. Like, of course, like we were all really close, but we weren't incredibly openly affectionate. And so everybody's feelings, like we didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. And if you did have some kind of feeling that came up, it was always kind of like, okay, we need to brush it off. Like you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. Like you can't worry about that, you know? And my anger was something that got worse and worse and worse. And as I'm in this place of trying to really heal this part of me that thinks that I'm not enough, I keep going back to thinking that being made fun of for me having anger issues when I was eight years old is what really drove me to be such an angry person because I didn't know how to handle that emotion. And I never really gave myself the space to be able to heal that part of me that was angry from my parents getting divorced, that was really angry with the fact that my family was going to be split up, that was really angry with the fact that I didn't get to see my mom when I wanted to anymore. I only got to see her once a week and every other weekend. Like so much changed so quickly and I was very mad about it. But every time that anger came up I got made fun of so I had to really push it down and years and years of pushing that down made me feel more and more like I wasn't enough of who I should be of you know I I could never be as smart as one of my sisters or I could never you know make as much money as this person or you know I could never have this because these people have so much more than I could ever imagine so like I'll never be enough in that aspect and that made me mad And that anger, again, just got pushed down because I didn't know how to handle that emotion. So, you know, fast forwarding to, you know, being a teenager and then a young adult, like I legitimately was so angry and like I was at any point in time, like would pick a fight with anybody at any moment. And I talked a lot of shit to pretty much anybody I possibly could. And when I think about it now, like I didn't really have a whole lot to back it up with, but it was, I didn't know what else to do with these feelings inside of me. So... You know, I thought about this so much recently because I was having a conversation with someone and they asked me like, well, how do you handle your anger now? And I thought it was a really great question because I was like, well, I don't feel like I'm that angry. Like, I feel like I am in a place where I know how to process my emotions. I know how to control my emotions and I know how to be in a constant state of flow now. And this has gotten me to a place where whenever I start feeling like I'm not enough, like I have to remind myself that it's okay to feel angry and it's okay to feel sad and it's okay to feel mad but how do we do 
what do we do next? When we're in those feelings, when we're in that space of feeling like we're not enough, and when we're feeling like it's not okay to be mad, like when my, you know, toddler does something that really upsets me, and I wish that he hadn't have done that in, the, in that moment, it's not like I can't ever get mad. It's just, how do I handle that emotion that came up? And I'm always talking about using our feelings as feedback, and this is something that has been so important to me in my healing journey, because feelings are so important for feedback. It's feedback to say, you know what, in this moment, you have the chance to make this choice or this choice. Which one serves you best? Which one serves your values? Which one makes you one step closer to that goal of you to be? And for me, like I'm always just trying to get 1% better every day. So when I'm in those struggle times, when I'm like, you know, I really want to get pissed off and I want to lash out and maybe I want to say some things that, you know, are just like, I feel like they're bottled up. But really, I'm like, you know what, does that serve my goal of being 1% better than yesterday because it never does. And so I get myself in those places where I can, you know, take my breaths and I can step away or, you know, go meditate, something to get myself grounded and back in a better headspace to where I can make a better decision. And even as a parent, like I know some of you out there are probably like, yeah, good luck, like trying to leave in the middle of, you know, if you're, the, if you're an only parent, especially, and you can't just walk out, you know, when you have a kid. And I'm not saying that, I'm saying like, find it, Whatever it is that you need to do to put yourself in a better place in that moment and get present again. Come back to this moment realizing that everything will keep working out. And it'll probably keep working out even better than you imagine. But if we keep putting ourselves in a position to think that we're not enough, then we're never going to believe anything else until we start changing that conversation in our head. Changing that conversation every day in your head is how You heal that part of you that thinks you're not enough because you are and you are a beautiful human and you are incredibly smart and you are so kind and you are so lovable and you are safe, but it doesn't matter. All those things don't matter if you still believe that you're not enough. So to end this conversation with the person who is thinking and struggling with thinking that they're not enough, I want you to come to a space of putting your hand on your heart and saying, I am enough. I love this woman or man. I love this woman. I am strong. I am capable and I am ready to receive miracles. Something in that shape or form, get yourself centered, get yourself grounded, get yourself back to this moment because right now that's all that matters. And it's beautiful because the past is gone. The future is something we're creating with this moment right now. So give everything you got in this moment and start changing that conversation that you're having with yourself every single day. All right, y'all, I'm going to close this episode out right here. I love you all so very much. I hope you have an amazing week. As per the usual, go out there, stay true, stay real, keep doing you, and y'all, let's go get this fucking work. All my love to you. I hope you enjoyed this episode on the I Get to Choose podcast. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please follow the show and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And please hit me up on social media. I want to hear what you guys are doing. I want to hear what you want more of. I am Tammy L. Ronan on Instagram. You can find me everywhere else under the same name. Do yourself a favor. Keep showing up as you every single day. All my love to you. 